0: Hi, everybody. It's Beame Shavery, and I'm here with your Daily Dose of Energy. And I want to first thank each and every one of you for your continuous support. Thank you so much for just reaching out to me, telling me all about how your lives are going and how um, the episodes thus far have been such a great help to you. And you've also given me a lot of testimonials as well. So I'm very, very, very grateful, very thankful, very excited To continue on this journey with you guys, I know that 2020 has not been an easy year for any of us, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your circumstances are. We all have been affected and continue to be affected by everything that is happening this year. This has been a very powerful year. That is without any second guessing, it has been a powerful year. Even if you're living in a bubble, even if you're living under a rock, you have been affected by this particular year in the transits and the reality at hand that we are still so very much so in the midst of. So, first and foremost, I want to tell each and every one of you how proud I am of you. I am super grateful that you're all still here and my prayers and my continued thoughts and my continual 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 energetic um just praying for you and sending you the highest energy possible to help you continue to navigate through everything that has happened and that is continuing to happen in our lives and in the lives of those that are around us. So I want you guys to know how proud I am of you, how grateful I am that you're still here and you are still allowing me to be used as a vessel to help you as you're being anchored through these very, very difficult and trying very unpredictable times. Okay. This particular episode, we are going to speak about our journey to self challenge, our 14 day um journey back to us, right? it, it 2020 has been an incredible, incredible year. It has been a lot. And regardless to how you look at it, no matter how you are viewing it, what lens you're trying to view it out of, it is just a lot. It has been a lot. It will continue to be a lot. And so one of the most important things for me to do at the end of every year, um, I typically do a lot of detoxing and cleansing throughout the year anyway. But specifically in October um, and November, I do cleanses and detoxes as well. This year, I was encouraged to do it in September. And I also do one the last month of the year. God willing, I'm here. Thank you, God, I'm here. Um, And we're all here. And so I use this time to typically do a reset my own personal reset because it's, it's necessary. And after 2019, after the cleanse, after the purge that we did after the um, spiritual release release that we did on the 20 on the 30th, um, 31st of December, 2019, it was super, super powerful. And I began to see a lot of, the manifestation and the creation of what that particular cleanse brewed, and a lot of the things that I set for myself, a lot of the goals, a lot of the personal principles, a lot of the, um, a lot of the mantras that I set for myself have been what carried me through subconsciously through this year, and I I didn't even I hadn't even really thought about it much. Um, but it's been a really remarkable thing in my life. And so what I am doing now, as you guys know, I've been speaking about our 14 day, um, detox and what it really is, is a, it's not 14 days. It's actually a four week, um, journey to self challenge. And it will consist of much like last year, each week having its own theme, its own theme, its own, um, what it is, is each week, there are things that you, you do daily to help you prepare for what's happen- what will be happening going into the next year but most importantly it will be about recognizing the lessons of the year that you're in understanding the things that matter the most within this year and taking what you need to take from those things and releasing everything else and that's a very emotional thing but it's also enlightening because you're able to see yourself through your own lens and it really takes a lot of discipline it does take a lot of Diligence diligence and it is something that you dedicate yourself to regardless to what is happening around you. And that is one of the biggest challenges, because when life is acting a complete fool. You often get off track because. You just don't have time, right? You just don't have time. And that's one of the biggest lessons that we have to make time for ourselves. We have to make time for our sanity. We have to make time for what matters most to us. And then once you do that, you can get to the world, right? But what happens is a lot of times people operate backwards. They give everything they have to the world. They don't take inventory of what they have to give, but they just expend themselves and extend themselves and overcompensate, overcompromise and overindulge in things that really leave them dry. And you come to the end of the year or the end of the day, the end of the month, and you're just depleted and you have to start from scratch. And so this particular I've been doing what is considered detoxes and cleansing um, things for years now. Going all the way back to 2012, I really was adamant about what I called then the journey to better. And I had three phases of journey to better. And they were very impactful and they were very, very instrumental in who I am today, who I've become today. And so I have plenty of reasons to believe and reasons to know that these particular routines and these particular things assist in the betterment of you. It really does. And with last year's um, detox cleanse, it really, really, really helped so many people. And that is why I've received so many emails this year about anticipating, oh, it's the first is coming up, Brandy. When are we going to start? When are we going to start? And this year I decided to start on the 7th and I hadn't even realized that I was starting it on the 7th until after I began writing out what was in my spirit. And it it made me feel as though things were coming. Things were full circle because I started this audio podcast on April 7th. Of 2019 so it has been a very very um, powerful thing okay it's been very powerful it's been very instrumental with my spiritual life and it has had a lot to do with me maintaining my mental emotional and spiritual health physically as well so with this particular journey to self, it will be four weeks. It will go from December the 7th, 2020, up until December the 31st, 2020. And really the 30th and 31st will consist of the final portion of the detox cleanse, which means it will be the release. And it is really beautiful because on the 30th of December is the full moon eclipse in cancer. And that is going to be very, very powerful. And so that will be the day that we actually do the meditation and we do the release, right? which I'm super excited about that part. But we first need to get to that part, right? Let's get there first. So I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit about what this cleanse is. I'm going to speak to you about the ideas of it. And I'm also going to give you some tips on how to navigate through this four-week challenge, okay? And then on Sunday, I will give you guys, I will release the episode for the week. So much like we did it last year, each week has its own theme and all of the themes go into the total picture. So it's like you're writing a book almost. You're writing a book and each week is considered a chapter of that book. And so each week there are things that you would do um, and lessons that you do and the work that you do <laughs> that will ultimately play a huge part in the final release that we're going to be doing um, on the 30th of December. OK, what I will tell you guys is. This is going to be a challenge for a lot of people who are stuck on not focusing on their self and discipline. Disciplining themselves to see something through there are a lot of people who start things and can't finish things and I am one who has had that problem before where I my attention span is just you know I'm not focused but the importance of seeing something through especially when it comes to you your health your mental state your emotional health everything you say you want it's going to require discipline. It's going to require you to sit in yourself and sit with yourself and really get to know yourself. And without going too much into what week one will be about, I just want to let you guys know that this is going to be something that is going to require you to be really intimate with yourself. It's going to require you to be present with yourself and it's going to force you to silence the noise and the way that it is created is so beautiful because it almost makes it necessary for you to distract be to disconnect from all of the distractions like you're really not able to do this with distractions so you are almost forced to shut everything out to focus on self and that's so hard for so many people to do but it's so beautiful because of the impact that it is going to have just me creating this journey to self. It really, really, really impacted me just from and I know that I'm starting we're starting it technically on the seventh, but I've already begun because. It's something that that's how God works anyway. He just makes me do things first anyway. But it's something that we are doing together. But at the same time, it is something that is requiring a level of intimacy with self that is uncomfortable. It is it is really, really uncomfortable because you have to be really present. And this is going to require you to do a lot of soul searching and a lot of. Interactive type of things, getting to know you, getting to yourself, identifying who you are, identifying what you want, identifying your purpose in life and your position in life and understanding the importance and the immense lessons learned from 2020. Remember, we said that 2020 was about resetting. It's about restructuring. It's about reorganizing our life as we know it. But What does that really mean? How many things did you attach yourself to this year that you really didn't even believe in? How many things did you allow yourself to become a part of and it wasn't even what you truly felt? How many times did you not allow yourself to step into your truth and be who you are because it didn't fit in with what was happening around you? This is about you becoming really honest with yourself and Holding yourself accountable for the moments that you've allowed yourself to fall back. The moments that you've allowed yourself to disappear when you needed to be present more than ever. So I'm gonna give you some very, very, very essential tools that you're going to need as we are navigating through this four week challenge you will be encouraged to let go of things. You're going to be tested. You're going to have to find your happy space in the midst of confusion. You're going to have to really start from ground zero of your self, understanding self, understanding what it is that you want, understanding what it is that you need and the desires That come from that. Identifying the parts of yourself that have been addicted. Addicted to the pain, addicted to the chaos, addicted to the drama, addicted to the gossip, addicted to the um, lack mentality, addicted to the go, addicted to the constant busyness addicted to that same sad story that you've allowed yourself to believe because it hurts too much to face the truth. It's about getting out of your head, but first identifying what that is in there. It's about allowing the things to happen, allowing the shit to hit the fan in a sense, And stop trying to be captain saver to things that must happen because the things that are needing to happen are happening for a reason. And what's happening is. For a lot of people, they're continuing, continuously learning the same lessons over and over and over again because. They refuse. To learn the lessons in the first place, they don't want to deal with the truth of it, they don't want to they don't want to they want to go the short route. How can I skip beyond the pain of it and get to what makes me happy? The pleasurer part. How do I get to that? Only to end back up where they were. You're having to let go of that. You're going to have to let go of the. Fear of love and. Understand that things are happening in every area of your life. A lot of what has already happened, a lot of the things that have already come out, a lot of the the discord that you see, all of it is not meant to be bad. A lot of it is meant so that you could be paying attention to it. It needed to get your attention, but what you've done with what you see is the issue because you haven't really tended to the things that have come out. You've kind of just accepted it for face value and Attempted to move forward. But the problem of that is you cannot take that toxic way of being and toxic way of living and toxic way of navigation to the next level. You can't. So what is it that we are going to do on this four week journey to self? Well, we're going to get to the bottom of us. I can guarantee you when you leave out of 2020 you're going and you do this if you do this journey to self right and you do it honest and you do it very transparent to self and you follow the steps and apply the tools I can promise you the way that you're entering into this journey to self will definitely not be the way that you're leaving out you'll learn more about yourself You'll understand more about why you're in the positions that you are. You'll have more compassion for yourself. You'll be more gentle with yourself too because there's this this infatuation of abuse that we do to ourselves because for some of us, the only way that you understand love, you've only received tough love. You've only received that hardened love. So if it doesn't hurt, it isn't love. And this is going to force you. To be more gentle with yourself and understanding that vulnerability is where your power lies. And while you may feel isolated. You need to be not isolated so that you can face your truth. Privately. You don't need a crowd. To see your pain. And you don't need to place more pain on others to make yourself feel better. You don't have to inflict pain. That's not. That's not a healthy way to gain peace or love or joy. It's pretty toxic. And what you give is what you receive in so many different forms. So what is your frequency saying about you? What is what you've experienced and how you've reacted said about you what a lot of people don't understand is we have an idea of who we are character wise we think we know ourselves but you only learn who you are in the most toxic times in the times that so much pressure is put on you your true character shows and it's in that moment that you're having to face your truth even when you want to deny your truth you can't deny your truth because It's evidence. So we're going to enter in onto this journey to self and it's going to be really, really, really amazing because while it's going to be intense, while it is going to have its moments of pressure and while it will show you in a very vulnerable state, the beauty of that is, is The more you uncover about yourself, the deeper in love with self you become. And the more in love you are with self, the more you are unwilling to allow anything that does not pour into that around. So. Grab your pens and your paper and. I'm going to give you some essentials in navigating through this journey to self. Okay? So let's get right into it. Okay, beautiful people. So. As I stated to you guys, we will be having a, we will be doing the four week Journey to South um, challenge. And it will be from December 7th to December the 28th. So a few more days after it's like four weeks and three days. So it'll end on the 30th. Okay. And The overall purpose of the journey to self is to gain clarity of self, gain a deeper understanding of what 2020 signified for you, identifying the lessons that you learned and the lessons that you taught, and also understanding why certain things in your life are needing to go, why you can't take certain things with you, overall being able to see the good in everything that has happened even the things that have tore your soul apart so it's about getting intimate with yourself and understanding what is being birthed through you there are so many reasons why we can be unhappy with what has occurred it's so much that we can be upset about it's so many things that have caused us pain there's so many things that have caused us anger And once you sit with the realities at hand and you really focus in on what it is that you really can control, you understand how much you have lended yourself to things that you didn't even believe in, or things that you really didn't even want to support but you felt obligated to, or things that you were forced to give your opinion about when you'd rather have not spoken about it. And instead of you being confident enough to say, I do not want to give an opinion or I don't want to speak on it, you felt obligated to do so. And that has left you in a space of feeling like, you're never able to really stand in your truth. You're not able to really say what you really feel because for one, it'll probably be misunderstood. For two, it's you're constantly trying to convince other people of why you are feeling the way you do or why you believe the way you do. It's always trying to justify your truth. And going through this journey, you're going to find out why That is something you do not have to do, why it's not necessary. And you are the person who can make that decision, but first you have to be confident enough to do so. How do you become confident enough to stand in your truth? How do you release the pressure and the pain and the inadequacies that you feel? Well, first you have to face them head on. And then you realize just how much of what has happened to you, wasn't even because of your doing. It wasn't even because of something that you, it was something you almost inserted yourself into. It's almost like you felt the need to, even though you really didn't have to. So this is putting the focus back on you. This is forcing you to realign yourself with your truth and redirect your path based on your truth authentically not based on what you feel the world needs you to be today, not based on what you feel the world expects you to be today. It is about cultivating the world that you live in while creating a world that you live in internally and within your reach. This is about disconnecting from the global and creating the world that you actually walk, breathe and exist in daily, starting with yourself and then your home And then everything else around that. And so a few essentials that you're going to need for this particular four week journey to self is one, you're going to need a sacred space. And the sacred space can be a actual place or it can be a sacred space within you, a place where you really are in a state of calm and you feel safe and you feel confident. For some, it may be a closet. For others, it may be your bathroom. And if you live alone, it could be your whole place. Who knows? It could be in your car, who knows, wherever. You just need a sacred space. You need a space that is not interrupted by others' thoughts by others' actions, by others' presence, by others' ideas. It is just a space that is blank. It's yours. Because in this space is where you're gonna cultivate you. You're gonna mold you, and you're going to create a space for you to bloom. So a sacred space is required. Writing utensils. You're going to need pen, paper, journal, pencil, whatever. You're going to need this because this is going to be a major part of you writing certain things out. Yes, yes, yes. One of the most powerful, powerful things that you can do when you are cultivating a plan, cultivating a strategy, seeing something through is Holding yourself accountable. One of the major things that you can do, the major steps that you can take is to write it down. Because when you write it down, it becomes real, real. Like it's more than just saying it. It's more than just thinking it. It's I put pen to paper and now it's here. There's proof that I look at every day that I know that this is what I said. And if my word is my bond, then I have to honor that. So it is a big part that you're going to need to participate in to see this through. I know how confident a lot of people are when it comes to, oh, I could just say it and I know it. Okay, yeah, but we're gonna be real, real, okay? We're gonna be real, real. And if it doesn't apply to you, that's fine, but you're still gonna need a pen and paper because we need you to do what you're needing to do to see this through. Now, remember, I am an advocate for the saying when two or more agree. But I'm also very, 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 very very specific when I speak about when two or more agree. Because two or more agree, we can be talking about a multitude of things. We can be saying all kinds of things. When two or more agree in our sacred space, it means that we are all on one accord no matter what it is that we're working through, the overall agenda is to come out better, to come out more confident, and to walk in our authentic truth, period, right? That's the goal. So we all must do what it takes to get through it, because spiritually, we are all aligned. Another part of a big 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 part is what i'm needing you to do is to write yourself a personal mantra. I am an advocate for personal mantras. I create personal mantras weekly. I it helps me with meditation because i honestly have reached a phase in meditation where i can't sit in silence. I my mind, it goes, my body, it moves like I can't, I can't just sit like I could before. There was a space where I could really be really, really quiet and focus on, but not anymore. So I have to repeat mantras to myself and repeating mantras to yourself helps you to create the vibration and the frequency and the connection in which you're trying to connect to God or to spirit with. Okay. now. What is a mantra? A mantra is a prayer. It is a saying. It is words that you've written that you feel deeply within yourself. And if you've listened to my previous podcast where I I do the meditation, I do the prayer, and I repeat a mantra, I repeat my mantra seven times. And that's because seven is my number. I Seven is a spiritual number for me and so many people in my family. It is just a number that we connect with very, very deeply. It is, it, it has so much significance. So that's why um, seven to me is something that's super important. And so I say it seven times and you, I also have another thing that I'm doing seven, seven times also y'all gonna giggle about it, but whatever, I'm just now realizing it's connected that way, but seven times. So write yourself a personal mantra. How do I start with writing myself a personal mantra, Brandy? Well, first, you're going to decide what it is that you're asking to receive. What is it that you're wanting during this time? What is this journey gifting you? What are you hoping it to gift you? What are you gifting it? Whether it be thanking God and asking God for the strength, the courage, the Um, ability to navigate through the tides and the waves with optimism to keep you safe and filled with armor and protected throughout no matter what it is you're going through whatever it is that you are dealing with whatever it is that you're asking and praying for and I like my mantras to be written in a form of gratitude because I don't want to feel like I'm always asking for something because I feel like I'm equipped with everything I need And it's about God aligning me with whatever it is that is going to pour seeds or pour water into the seeds that he's already deposited in me. So I'm not asking him for anything. I'm asking or thanking in advance for the connection, thanking for the ability to see these things through. I am thanking him or her whomever however you identify with god for me it is god okay and i am thanking him for the peace i'm thanking him for the clarity i'm thanking him i'm thanking him for the ability to navigate through everything that i'm going through with a clear head and healthy mind and healthy spirit and allowing me to be in a position to do that and connect to others who can do that as well so this mantra is a very important staple in this journey because it is something that you will be repeating to yourself. I know a lot of people when they pray they're like I don't even know what to pray I I, I can't say anything and I've reached sometimes I've gotten to some places where I don't know what I can't even say anything it's just stuff is so crazy I don't even have any prayer to, to pray and that's why mantras are so important because it's your personal prayer it's your personal dedication it is your personal almost like your personal letter or your personal paragraph or your personal message to God and you're speaking it to God and you're repeating it. And I will be honest with you. My mantras are very, very, very potent because they are so, so authentic to me. They are really, really me speaking my heart out. And so it's, it's just the words that I use. It's the Um, the frequency and the vibration of what I'm saying. I'm believing it. I really believe it. And so when you're speaking those things, emotion does come over you. Um, A sense of gratitude does come over you. A sense of vulnerability is present and it is okay. That's the most powerful thing because you feel so connected in that moment. And whether you understand that or not, that is a huge part in creating the reality in which you truly want to live in. Be very mindful that when you're creating your mantra, you're not thinking about material things. You're not speaking about tangible items because this is not just about this isn't about that. This is about mastering your spirit. This is about mastering your sanity and understanding that once that's mastered, everything else comes. My mantra for 2017, 2018 was I. Um, this year will be a an abundance. 2017 will be an abundance of love, peace, happiness, joy, and everything else from that will flow. And that was one of my major mantras because I, I didn't want anything but peace and happiness and health. And I can't even tell you the grace and the mercy and the prosperity that was given to me through that, just by me being faithful to that. So one of the biggest things I will say is, please create yourself a personal mantra. This personal mantra will be something that you would want to repeat to yourself as many times as you want to, but specifically first thing in the morning and before you go to sleep. It's very important. This is your mantra, this is your personal prayer, this is your personal dialogue with God. Spirit, whatever, whomever you call it, that is something that you would want to keep by your bed, keep in your journal, whatever. I'm a little extreme, so I have it in my note. I have my mantras in my notebook. I have my mantras by my bed. I have my mantras in, in, at work with me because I <laughs> y'all don't understand how serious I take this. This is a real deal for me. And so It's all about really creating the life that you truly say you want and you deserve. When you do that, it's about the work. It's the little details that really make these things work, okay? Now, the next thing, one of the other essentials that I need you to do is to make a note, write out. You should already have your personal principles. Seven of those, five to seven of those personal principles, I need you to write out. These personal principles are your non-negotiables specifically for this particular time frame. What are some things that you are not going to compromise on? What are some things that you absolutely cannot budge on? Whether that be, one of my personal principles is do not call me about gossip. I will not sit and listen to gossip, no. If the conversation is not contributing to the betterment of, if I'm not offering some type of advice, if I am not listening to you vent so that I can give you a safe place to find your balance back, I don't want to have a conversation because I don't want to be distracted by that type. People don't understand that everything has a spirit attached to it. And when you are in a process of detoxing and cleansing your spirit, you have to be very absolute about what you allow in your spirit. That goes with certain things that you watch, certain things that you listen to, certain things that you engage in, the social media accounts that you follow, text messages that you are allowing yourself to participate in, who you communicate with, what you're communicating about, all of those things have a spirit attached to it. So if those things have spirits attached to it and you are engaging in that, but at the same time asking God for peace or asking God for an abundance of health and wealth in the mental state and your ability to be physically healthy, how can you be that? And you are allowing all of this toxicity around you. So your personal principles should reflect what it is that your ultimate goals are. What is it that you cannot allow to happen and you cannot allow to be a distraction while you are trying to get to what you're trying to accomplish towards the end of this cycle, okay? So your personal principles are very, very, very important. I, My personal principles are like my absolutes. Like, sort of like when people be like, I cannot, I'm not gonna do anybody cheating in a relationship. Okay, if that's your personal principle, that means that that's something absolutely, no matter what happens, no matter what no one says, no matter what is done to try to correct the wrong, it does not matter, that is an absolute no-go for you, right? So when it comes to your personal principles, it should be very absolute. If, If, you know, this is disturbing my peace, anything that disturbs your peace, you cannot allow yourself to participate in it. I don't care if it's mama, daddy, sister, cousin, auntie, dogs, uh, neighbors. I, look, I ain't got time for it. How can, how? what is the solution? If I must be in the middle of what is happening, what is the solution that you're asking for me? If you're just asking me to give you some gossip, or if you're asking me to participate in the gossip conversation, then this ain't gonna go nowhere and I don't have time. And that's just, you know, it's just what it is is what it is i'm so no okay so that's something that you're going to have to decide what are your personal principles five to seven of them have to be your personal principles that you stand by every single day for the duration of this challenge now now the idea is that you make it through this and of course anything that's done over 21 days becomes a habit, it becomes your new norm supposedly. But any I believe that anything that you practice, anything that you consciously put effort into becomes your new norm. So if this is if once you get through this this becomes your daily and you find out how peaceful you recognize how peaceful your life is because of these things, then you're going to be so much better for Um, going through this so really think about that think about what your personal principles are put them in place put them in place because you're going to absolutely need them as you're navigating through this journey another thing another thing one of the most important things that you're needing to do an essential thing that you need to do during this journey to self is from the 7th to the 30th I can't tell you what to eat. I will not tell you what to eat specifically because there's so many people that may have different dietary needs. You have um, a lot of people take prescription medication. So there are certain things that they must eat overall, though, regardless to what your uh, medications may be. This particular cleanse detox is only going to support if you're on medication putting yourself in a more healthy state is the idea. So this this is gonna work for you. I am doing plant-based only from the 7th of December to really until the 31st. Um, Christmas now, Christmas, I'm gonna give myself a little bit. We're gonna have a little break. That's why I'm extending to the 31st because Christmas, I I, sweet potato pie. Okay, so that's why the 7th, (laughs) the 7th till the 31st will be plant based. That means if you give yourself the Christmas, day after Christmas, Hanukkah, or um, Kwanzaa, once you are done with those traditions or however you celebrate, then you can have a few more days to detox yourself now the point of plant-based is not just because I want to be thin now mind you it is going to help you with losing certain weight toxins in your body that's natural that's going to happen but the purpose is to cleanse out your lymph nodes to cleanse out your liver to cleanse your kidneys to cleanse your heart to cleanse out your body so that you can give your body a rest and your body can really function the way that it needs to function there are a lot of people who are constipated and don't understand why there are a lot of people who have these cravings and don't understand why there are a lot of people who are constantly um, dealing with acne or dealing with um, when it comes to sexual sexual you know let's be honest there are a lot of women and men who, who suffer men have erection problems females have Vaginal dryness, it could be considered, it could be because of medication you take, it could be lack of vitamins, it could be lack of hydration, it could be a whole lot of different things that are going on. But changing the way you eat affects that. So, if you take note, mind you, this is a very important journey to self cleanse. When you are mindful about what you pour in your body, you also become very mindful about you become you become clearer i shall say the clarity that you get when your body is clear is unmatched so i don't care how many mantras you write i don't care how much you um drink water i don't care if you're not putting in your body the nutrients that you need for your body to fuel then nothing is going to work at the best level that it can because you're not doing the whole package in order to do a successful cleanse purge detox um that is mind body and spirit that is you can't just detox your mind and you're still polluting your body like there's a there's different things that you must do so that these things work together and that is why I cultivated this particular journey to self as a an overall program, it's an overall practice. It is not something that is only for, oh, don't go on social media for two days. I mean, that's good, but then you go back on social media and it's still the same thing. So it's about changing the way you see things, changing the way you approach things, changing the way you engage, changing the way that you interact, but also changing the way you view your body how you fuel your body, being more conscious about what you put in your body. And I'm speaking as a person who has, my father passed at 47 years old. My father also had diabetes. I also have family members who have diabetes. I also have had family members with cancer and I've had friends with cancer and I have, so there's a lot of different things, Um, especially in the black um, African-American culture, the way that we eat, and the way that we, um, our culture as a whole, can can really be very toxic when it comes to the foods that we eat. And it is a cultural thing, but it's okay in moderation. But if you're not mindful, it can really. We're more we're more reactive than proactive. So if you're proactive, that helps you to not get to that point to where you're having to force yourself to be healthy drastically, right? So yes, the 14 day um, or the 7th to 30th of December, I will be doing plant-based. In the newsletter, I will include fruit, vegetables, herbs, and different things that are good for the month of December. So um, that will assist you guys in creating your uh, list, creating your uh, go-to list. And that's why I'm also releasing this on today. So you have about a week to get some of the items. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's more expensive to eat plant-based. Okay. Stop it. No, it's not. Okay. If you are buying fast food every single day, you're spending 10 to $12 minimal out to eat every single day, add that up and then go to the grocery store and tell me how much it'll cost you to get greens, to get cabbage, to get uh, sweet potatoes, to get fruit. And you can't tell me that it costs more. So if anything, it breaks even, so you miss me. And there are a lot of programs right now. I know personally, I I do a lot of work with Harvest of Dallas and I do a lot of work with the agriculture of Dallas and for Oak Cliff, we give a lot of vegetables and fruit out. So if you're not wanting to purchase these, I'm pretty sure there are organizations, if you're not in Dallas, and if you are in Dallas, those particular organizations you can look up, but they are, There are free food that are harvested through our farmers locally that give away these fruits and vegetables, especially during the pandemic. So you have no excuses. Okay. Okay. Now, off that. Next, another essential thing that you're going to need to do is to consume at least four to six 16 ounces of water a day. That is four to six glasses at 16 ounces or water bottles, 16 ounces of water a day. Why? Well, because your body is over 70% water, much like the world, okay? If you are not fueling yourself with water, it takes water for the oxygen in your brain. It takes water for the blood to flow through your veins. It takes oxygen for your body organs to function properly. It takes water for everything. And if you are not drinking water, how are you going to keep water in your system? How are you going to keep your body working? How are you going to keep the things that need to be flowing, flowing? Okay. I know personally for, as a woman, um, if you noticed how you eat certain times of the month, that affects your menstrual that affects your bloats that affects your cramps that affects everything so it is very important that you are doing what you need to do to fuel your body so drinking the water plant based plant based plant based i will also include you can google plant based there's so many different things for plant based but plant-based um foods and tons of water. If you are a person who doesn't like actual water, which I the, the one water I love, love, love is essential water. Essential and I'm not getting paid for this, but essential water is very, very good because it has such a high alkaline level. And I don't care what anybody says. The higher the alkaline level, the more my body likes that water it I mean I have been bloated and I have had back cramps and I've drunk that water and I felt so much better afterwards it's like it helps release get everything okay so get a if you can get very high quality water if not get you some Ozarka um, boil that water if you need to boil the water let it cool off, put you some lemons in that water, put it in the refrigerator, drink it, whatever. I know people say that room temperature water is the best. I personally cannot drink room temperature water. I've never liked room temperature water. I like cool water, period, point blank. Die mad about it. I need cold water <laughs> to drink it, okay? It, does, it just, I like it, okay? So cold water or cool water, or warm temperature water, whatever. Um, that's, yeah, do that. now. Another essential thing that you're going to need to do is reduce your social media. This is probably one of the most difficult things for people because they do it without knowing almost. It's like second nature. It's like, oh my God, I need to be on this. Who's doing what, who's doing what? Okay, that's a part of what you're needing to not be a part of because the drama, because the negativity, because the comments, because of everything that's happening in the world that is hyper intense and it makes you hypersensitive too. Everything else that's going around that's happening and everyone else's emotions. So, reduce social media if you can altogether. I love taking breaks from social media. I'm like, no, nah, for that. But, social media, detoxing from social media is a huge, huge thing because if you aren't connected to the noise, then you don't hear the noise. So many people need to be connected to the noise to feel like they are a part of something but if what you're a part of is toxic why do you want to be a part of that so reduce social media be very conscious of what conversations you allow yourself to indulge in um and create a daily routine i know a lot of people say i don't like structure i don't like routine okay but you need it Okay, you're going to need it because especially when you're first starting it out, you're going to need a routine. You're going to need a set routine on how you can navigate through this without losing your mind and losing track of what is happening. Creating a routine helps you. Waking up, if you have children, you're doing homeschooling, whatever, etc. So on, then Wake yourself up earlier to allow yourself to have a little bit of time to yourself before you start your day. That is a challenge for us all. I am not a person who likes to get up in the morning and unless it's a Saturday and I don't have anything to do. But if I'm having to be forced to be at a job, like, I don't really like getting up early. I'm not the person that can be at work at seven o'clock in the morning and be like, no, okay? So create a routine for you that allows you to incorporate everything. If you are someone who is working not at home, but you're working out, create a routine that supports that. But also, if you're working inside the home, Create a routine that allows you to have your space, your sacred space, whether that be while the kids are doing school, you set time aside for yourself to have your own space. That is something that we have to do. If you're not a parent and you're just someone who works from home, allow yourself to Create a routine that supports that so that you still can step away from the mundaneness of your routine that you already have because it's gonna be needed. You can't just fit this in with what's happening around you. It is really about restructuring your life and your day-to-day routines. Another thing, something that helps me very, very much, I am a music person. I love music, I love music, but, I'm very specific and very particular about the music that I listen to because I am a person who is considered a quote unquote empathic person. I pick up everything. And so from the frequencies in the music to the words that are being said and the way that it's being said, it triggers me. It can It can stimulate emotions. It can make you feel a certain way. That's just how music goes. So create yourself a playlist, seven song playlist, okay, where it helps you a morning playlist and an afternoon playlist, a playlist that assists you in getting up. If you're a person who has to be up early in the morning, what are seven songs that you would that help you to be motivated and help you to be um, happy and upbeat? Now, what I wanna tell you is, the hardest part about making a playlist, especially when people have in mind that they're making the playlist for someone else, Making a playlist is your personal, personal, personal thing. Meaning, the playlist that you're creating should be a clear reflection of you. If it is a playlist with songs that are words and not instrumentals, then you're going to wanna to make sure that what you're listening to is not something that's just popular, that it's something you really like. One of my favorite, favorite songs is by Coldplay and it's called Yellow. It is absolutely not what anybody would think I would listen to, but it is one of my favorite songs. And I am not ashamed just to say I'm a very eclectic soul when it comes to music. I, I love all kinds of music. So my playlist incorporates music that makes me happy it makes me feel empowered it makes me feel loved it makes me feel what I need to feel what I want to feel and is a representation of me I have a different playlist for everything I have music playlists that I can't even just okay so seven songs that you will listen to every morning if you need to create multiple seven songs, maybe Wednesdays you have a, a more hectic day, so you need a more, you know, a uh, different type of seven songs in the morning on that day. Fine, but be very mindful that the music that you play is also like a um, an unconscious way of programming. So if you're listening to songs like F that i am da, 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 I'm gonna blend this, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna da-da-da. Okay, that's gonna be what's put into your spirit. And that's not, we're trying to cleanse and purge of that. Okay, so let's just be mindful um, of the music that you're listening to because you understand that the music dictates your mood also. So allow your mood to dictate the music, not the music dictating your mood. And if it is the mood dictating, If the music is dictating your mood, then create a playlist that stimulates the highest vibration of that. So even if you're in a space of sadness or Debbie Downer, then you listen to this playlist and it pulls you up out of that. That's what you want to listen to. So creating a playlist will definitely be essential for this. Um, Let's see. I have more notes. I have more notes. Um, okay, so when it comes to working out and fitness, I know people do not really like to do the whole workout thing. So what I will say to you guys, especially with the weather changing right now, I already said the importance of your vitamins, I already said the importance of uh, plant-based, I also Um, did speak about water. Now, green tea is really good for you. Um, Lemons are very good for you. Another thing that is essential that would assist you in this, in addition to your playlist, in addition to what you're eating, in addition is getting up in the morning, getting yourself outside for 15, minutes, do 30 minutes a day, 30 to 45 minutes a day. If you have dogs, it'll be easy for you to do that because you can take the dogs out for a walk. If you are a person who works afternoons, get up early, set a timer. I have a timer set on my phone and on my calendar at work that tells me at certain times throughout the day to get up and go either to the gym or go for a walk. And because the gyms are closed, now is go outside and that helps you to get grounded That helps you to stay grounded so if that becomes a part of your routine to get you up get you outside get you in a space where you are able to be around nature that will help you that will help pull you back into yourself that helps you to get yourself in a space that is healthy mentally and it allows you to get your body moving moving yourself around that is going to help you a lot you don't have to do strenuous workouts you don't have to do some um, crazy ridiculous workout plan starting out if that's what you elevate to or if that's where you are already great but if you're not just allow yourself to go for a power walk in the morning or in the afternoon afternoon or go on your patio and do like some um, something that gets your heart moving Um, I do yoga every night I love to stretch hearing my bones pop just do some kind of it just does something to me but it feels so good it's like the oxygen just splurts through my body when you stretch so find a routine and add these particular things to your routine so that it helps you and it sounds like a lot but that's why you're doing it a week in advance so it becomes just part of the second nature almost. It's just a part of your your life. It's just a part of your day, you know? Um, another thing is be understand what kind of scents you like. A lot of people don't have a clue about the scents that they like or the scents that stimulate certain parts of their mind. I am a person who loves citrusy, citrusy smells and scents get me excited the fresh citrusy not the fruity citrusy but like lemon or tangerine i love tangerine tangerine and orange and um crisp apple is good also but i'm a citrus girl i love a good citrus smell so i keep oranges and i keep lemons because sometimes when i'm in a bad mood or when i feel my mood fluctuating i will suck on a lemon or I will eat orange or I'll just smell an orange like those are things that I that help me and those are also aphrodisiacs and what people don't understand is scents stimulate a lot of things they stimulate your mood that's how essential oils really do a lot for people because it is all about that almost like a placebo it helps you to it's a mood stabilizer it helps you to redirect whatever you're feeling it helps you to um raise your vibrations and your spirit up in a way that you weren't normally feeling i keep a scent of candles i see i keep you know certain things around that help me to remind me to stay in the best vibe of myself and i also love plants um i have plants around so that's something um Also, I've already spoke about the outside and I spoke about, oh, at nighttime. So when you take showers and you take baths, a lot of times people are very rushed and you're rushing through. You're trying to just get it over with. When you're taking a shower or when you're taking a bath, whatever, however you do, be present in that moment. Allow yourself to wash away the day, wash away the moment wash away what has happened in the last 24 hours and cleanse yourself and go into something new um prepare for something new okay that's something that a mindful bath I I take long showers and long baths so that's natural for me but for a lot of people it's not so give yourself that time to really just be present be present as you are cleansing your body and cleansing yourself. Also, when you are day to day, um, because we're starting on the seventh, the last one of the last things I wanna mention to you guys is to make sure, a lot of times we wear things and the clothing that we wear, the um, colors that we wear, a lot of it is subconscious, unless we're trying to go somewhere and make a statement. I want you to consciously be aware of what it is that you wear the colors that you wear the wording that you wear um statement pieces that you wear because what people don't understand is all of that brings a certain energy and it all is a representation of you knowingly or unknowingly and if you're mindful of what you're wearing if you're mindful of what your attire is saying about you then you're more conscious of what it is not because you want, you care what other people think but because you're conscious of the energy that it's bringing to you so look in your closet look in your clothes and find the color that resonates with you the most some people it's black some people, it's white. Some people, it's tan. Some people, it's a pastel colors, browns, whatever. Whatever color makes you feel safe, whatever attire makes you feel protected, consciously wear that daily. And if, you work, if you're at home, it's easier to kind of wear the same thing every day, but wash it, of course, please don't wear the same underwear and stuff, but anyway, yes. Um, but if you're working out, I can understand, you know, people not want to wear the same. Wear the color. If you can't wear the same type of color, a type of clothing, wear the same color. For me, it's not hard for me to find black. I have black everywhere. And that color makes me feel safe and protected, but it also makes me feel powerful. Right. Um, but I don't want to always, you know, what makes me feel like healing is lighter colors. So like a, a turquoise or aqua green, my my, hand, my nails are green, I naturally gravitate to that, I don't even know why. But it, it's those colors. So find your color that makes you feel safe, that makes you feel protected and wear that and watch your energy change. Watch how your mood shifts based on what you're wearing and what you have on. Watch the energy that you are attracted to and what is attracted to you in the spirit of what you uh, embody that day. Watch all of that and pay attention to that and also make notes to yourself of what it is you're feeling, what it is you're thinking, what it is that you are wanting, um, how certain things make you feel, how certain things Trigger you write those things down because they're going to come in handy and they're so needed and necessary towards the end of this journey to self. Okay, so ultimately, that is all um, that I I have for you as far as essentials that you will need. Again, very 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 important, very very necessary. Also. If I didn't mention no food, no fast food, no alcohol, please. We're cleansing the body, please. If you absolutely have to have it, limit it to like one a day or something, please. But if not, please no alcohol. No alcohol. No alcohol, no alcohol. No sodas. Sprite is okay because it's not considered caffeine, but limited to one a day if you can't just say no once a day okay um, and be very cautious of what you're putting in your body whether it be drugs and all that just please uh-uh. we're about cleansing we're trying to purge we're trying to release and watch how important this is going to be during the weekly um, themes. It's really going to help you and it's really going to help us all. And it's really, really beautiful. So I'm super excited about it. I'm super grateful for it. Um, this is a pretty long episode, but it's necessary. It is needed. And it is absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, going to help you in navigating through this journey to self challenge. So I am looking forward to this. I'm super excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to start. I've already started kind of started but this is your prep week so do listen to this episode as much as you need to to get your um, essentials to get everything that you're needing so that you are able to add to the total plan the total idea of what it is that you guys are putting in place I love you guys I cannot wait to start this I'm super proud of you and I can't wait to see what this December challenge has for us all this is your journey to self we are super prepared we're getting prepared and you are ready for this you deserve this and we're going to do this together so until our next daily dose of energy guys I love your freaking souls thank you thank you thank you for all of your support and I will speak with you guys soon bye